Welcome to the Australian Hiker Podcast, Australia's longest-running hiking podcast downloaded over one million times worldwide and providing you with an Australian perspective on all things hiking. We're your hosts, Tim and Jill Savage, coming to you from Ngunnawal and Ngambri country. This is episode 274 of the Australian Hiker Podcast, and in this week's episode, we celebrate Australian Hiker's seventh birthday. Before we get into today's episode, if you'd like to help support Australian Hiker and this podcast, there are a couple of ways that you can help us out. Firstly, by subscribing on your podcast host of choice, so that each episode is available as soon as it's published, and if you have the opportunity, leave us a five-star review. Another way to support us is go to the Australian Hiker website at www.australianhiker.com.au and click on the supporters page and buy us a coffee. You can do a one-off donation or become a monthly supporter. All donations are greatly appreciated and help us to continue producing this podcast and blog. Now let's get on to today's episode. On the 11th of November 2023, Australian Hikers celebrated its 7th birthday. In this episode, we reflect on our past year and look at where we're heading over the coming year. We hope you enjoy. Now, this is a year seven retrospective for us to see how we've actually gone over the past year. Now, we had our podcast episode in late September of this year where we turned over or reached our one million podcast downloads. Yay! So we won't dwell too much on the podcast itself. And there has been some changes from the podcast front. When we originally released the one million download episode, we indicated that we are in the top 15% of all podcast episodes. Now, these were figures based from a couple of years ago about what puts us in that that category. And in roughly mid-October of this year, those figures were revised, and that's changed where we're sitting. So based on our download figures in the first seven days of releasing an episode, we are actually sitting now in the top 5% of all podcast episodes. <laughs> Who would believe that? And yeah. isn't it good that things change? <laughs> and this is comfortably sitting in there. Now, to get to the top 1%, we pretty much have to triple where we're at at the moment. So, And again, you get in the top 1% and then you get in the top 1% of the top 1% and you're getting a million downloads per episode. So that's never going to be us. But it's certainly, from our perspective, we really are happy with the way the podcast has gone. Uh, and we still have plenty of episodes still left to run. And in fact, for next year, we have scheduled 38 podcast episodes, of which we have 19 of those already committed, with a number of other potential interviews that we still have to tee up. And who thought, I keep saying this, but who thought there was so much to say? And the thing that really does amaze me is that, Tim, you get these ideas and they're just kind of random and it's a podcast idea and it goes gangbusters. It's just amazing. But then there's all of you that listen. So, you know, it's, it's, it's a team effort. From a more generic perspective across the whole blog itself, we have released over 1,200 posts on our website which is up roughly 113 on last year. So that gives us roughly around about two two a week, and that includes podcasts, gear review, trail reviews, advice articles, and everything you can think of through there. Not a huge amount by any means, but it's certainly averaging two per week. Um, And given for my perspective, um, some podcasts don't take very long to put together, 
others that have advice articles associated with them take anywhere after about about 10 hours to put together. So it mightn't sound a lot, but there's certainly an awful lot of work that goes into putting those to air and getting those podcasts and the articles released. Now, since our last birthday in 2022, our top articles across the actual blog itself fall into the categories which we'll talk about in a moment. So our top trail reviews have been the Cape to Cape Walk in Western Australia, the Murramurang South Coast Walk in New South Wales, and the Guthaga to Charlotte Pass Walk in New South Wales. And in all honesty, I think the Murramurang South Coast Walk is probably our most popular walk in this last 12 months. They're all very different walks, aren't they? They are. Uh, and, and again, from our perspective, you know, there's two one-day walks in there in addition to a multi-day walk. So I think for us, we've found over the years the walks that people like to see reviewed are roughly around about the four to six kilometre mark. Uh, and that's what the average hiker is comfortable with doing. Anything more than that, you're starting to get into a bit more serious hiker. Anything less than that doesn't seem to sort of rank too much. So it seems to be the... <laughs> you can't the, count it as a hike. <laughs> no, the four, five, six kilometre mark really is is where people want to see. Our most popular advice article over the last year has been hiking in the Australian Alps. It's always interesting to see what is most popular. Is it the most times that an article has been viewed or is it how quickly the articles get viewed? And, and I think that's the thing. I can always tell an article or a podcast or a post is doing really well just by the numbers of social media hits. And certainly in the case of the podcast, I can see what is happening almost on a daily basis with that. Top podcasts over the last 12 months, by far and away the most popular episode has been one of the more recent ones. And that was episode 270 on the Triple Crown with hiker Simon Morris. Yeah, that's amazing, isn't it? Because uh, that was very recent. It was. And you know, and given that it's probably only been released roughly around about five weeks ago, it, it is sitting uh, well and truly. And it's almost, it's very close to sitting in our top 10 podcast episodes of all times. So it shows you the general interest that people have in the US long distance hiking trails. By far the most popular episode for the last 12 months and this doesn't surprise me, is the trade show episode, uh, so episode 249. There's a couple of episodes associated with that trade show, but always we find that the first one is what, what tends to draw people. And again, it's just, I think people look listen to the first one and then they may or may not go on to the second one. But certainly for us, Year in, year out, it's the trade show episodes that people really like to listen to. So certainly we appreciate going to these shows and the manufacturers and wholesalers talking to us about their new product. And I think it certainly gets the uh, the interest from people because as they see what new gear is coming on the market. And I think it gives people a little bit of enthusiasm and a little bit of excitement about what's to come and add a bit, bit more flavour to their hiking kit. In addition, the other two podcast episodes that have done really well is episode 238, the Guthaga to Charlotte Pass Walk, uh, which we released, I think it was in very late November last year. Uh, and also, the, as mentioned, the Murramurang South Coast Walk podcast, uh, as well as the written article. So again, that was a very popular walk, particularly for those people that live on the southern part of New South Wales or even Sydney that are able to get there quite easily. 
For those of you that have been following us for a number of years, you would have noticed the lack of trail reviews over the last 12 months. And really, when we first started off, we were comfortably doing around about 40 to 45 trail reviews a year. This has now become a bit of a logistical issue for us. We're based in Canberra, and for us to now do a a review or walk that's well known, I suppose, not just something that's sort of hidden away and people tend not to know about, is now requiring me to travel three, potentially four hours to find new walks. Yeah, we've done as much as we possibly can in a short distance from where we are. So we're into the, you know, at least a full weekend, uh, sometimes a long weekend, uh, if we're going to do a couple of days. We do have a number of walks still to finish off in Kosciuszko National Park. And that's always been a weather issue more than anything else. We had the fires a few years ago. We had weather that sort of the winter snow came in early this year, even though it finished early. And we've got a number of walks that we've been trying to do for the last couple of years. Uh, and certainly we will be trying to finish those off over the coming year. I think one of the ones I'm looking forward to is we expect that the Snowy's Alpine Walk will certainly open over the next 12 months, if not in the next few months. And I think the Snowy's Alpine Walk will be one of the most anticipated multi-day walks uh, over the last few years that's been released. Yeah, absolutely. So, So we're looking forward to doing that. Another walk which is certainly not necessarily multi-day, although it will end up doing that, is I only discovered a few years ago the Hanel Spur Walk. And this is, uh, apart from being a standalone walk, this is part of the Australian Alps walking track. And it's Australia's biggest single altitude change. Uh, and I think it's roughly 1,000 to 1,200 metres in one go, basically walking up the spur, Hanel Spur, Uh, And in talking to a few people, the track was uh, certainly uh, a bit overgrown over the last few years, so it's going to be interesting to see what that's like. Uh, I won't be doing that in the middle of summer. That'll be one that I'll try and do roughly around about March as the weather starts cooling down a bit, but that will probably end up being a two-day walk. From my perspective, I really have run out of one-day walks where I can drive somewhere, do the walk and drive home again. I I still do have a few left, but not many. We're now up to the situation where if we want to go through and do some of these walks, we're having to travel away for a two- or a three-day weekend. So as I've already mentioned, the podcast, we've got at least half of those scheduled for next year. And I do have quite a lot of them scheduled or uh, potentially sitting there in the background depending on what uh, the conditions are like, uh, what the season is doing and what's topical at the time. So I always tend to allow a fair amount of gaps uh, throughout the year because every so often you've come across something you just haven't thought about. You just never know what might pop up and you have to take advantage of it when it happens. Gear reviews, um, we will probably get roughly around about 90 gear reviews this year. Uh, and again, I've been a bit slack on gear reviews. We've, we've, you know, in a, in a really good year, I might get 120 Greek gear reviews. Uh, this year, I'll end up with 90. And again, that that from my perspective has been more a matter of limited time more than anything else. And I think the other thing is that we use the gear, and so if there are issues around being able to get out on trail or access to interesting trails, um, then it limits the opportunity that we have to use the gear so we can review it. 
And a good example of that, particularly in my case, as most of you are probably aware, I have size 15 US feet. That makes getting hold of a good range of shoes very difficult. And I think I reviewed probably six different models of shoe early in the year, and then it's been a bit of a, a gap between. So you know, for me, reviewing six pairs of shoes in a year is pretty good. I've actually got three pairs of shoes one I'm using at the moment and two that I'll go on to straight after. And But that may well be the review of my shoes for all of next year pretty much by the time I finish it. I hope so, Tim, because you don't need that many shoes. And again, as Jill mentioned, when I do or when we do reviews of shoes, we do it based on 200 kilometres of use. Uh, now, that sounds a lot. It sounds like it might take many, many months, uh, but I will walk anywhere between... 50 to 100 kilometers a week. So in a really big week, I might it, it might only take me two two weeks to get that 200 kilometers on that on those shoes. But usually it's around about four to five weeks to get that distance up to see how they perform. We have to get that distance up also on trail mixed trails so that you can get a really good sense or be able to provide a really good sense of how they perform. Yeah, and we've got, there's one walk in particular that we use up our local mountain, which is a, I won't say it's a nightmare, but it's a, it's a challenging walk in certain conditions. You know, you find that it becomes really soft and powdery over summertime and it really tests out the grip in shoes. Mm-hmm. When it's been raining, it tests out the grip in <laughs> shoes. So it's a good, it's a good. When it's frosty, it tests yeah. out the grip in shoes. <laughs> yeah, so it gives me a good opportunity to actually test these things out and because I use this, you know, at least I'll do at least a couple of walks on that particular trail, and it gives me an idea to say, well, I've done every other shoe review on that trail as well. So it gives me a good indication of how one model has performed over another. The good thing about that trail is also uh, when you're wearing familiar shoes and you start to slip a bit, that's a Really good indication that you need a new pair. (laughs) As we mentioned, we've got over 1,200 posts on the website. And for the last 18 months, I've been progressively putting in place a system to review and update those. Certainly, I got away from me. Um, I was updating them, but not at the rate I should have been. So I'm progressively working my way through those, uh, updating where need be, updating pricing, updating availability, and removing some of the older reviews, uh, particularly in the relation to the gear off the actual uh, website itself. So that is still an ongoing process, which I hope to finish probably over the next three to four months. And then that sets me up to basically continue to do that on a regular basis. Um, I was going to say, it's like painting the Sydney Harbour Bridge, yeah, isn't it? <laughs> start again, but it will be starting again uh, with certain time frames between reviews. So the ideal is to have a look at gear reviews every 12 months because the prices do change, have a look at trail reviews every two years or advice articles about every 18 months. And again, when I'm talking about 1,200 articles or 1,200 reviews, that takes a while. As per usual, I've already scheduled to go to the currently scheduled 2024 trade show. Uh, And uh, I have already started teeing up who I want to talk to and who I want to see on that one. Uh, but I'll get serious about that in uh, uh, early in the new year because usually that trade show is around about April, May, June. 
next year it's actually in late February, so it's a bit oh, earlier. Oh, wow. So it's um, something that I hadn't really thought about until uh, the scheduling was put in place. Uh, but as mentioned, this is by far our most popular podcast episode of the year and always has been. So I'm looking forward to catching up with uh, wholesalers and suppliers uh, to all the new gear that's coming onto the market. In 2024, we've also got to look at the walks we're going to be doing as well. So I have been trying for a number of years to finish off the human hovel track. Uh, we had a delay of the section I particularly needed to finish off was impacted by the fires and only opened last year. So that the plan is to try and finish off the last roughly 120 kilometres for that particular walk. And usually I'm a bit more organised and we've also gone through and scheduled another multi-day walk at some stage through the year. And we haven't done that for the student for next year. Uh, so that's something that we will look at. We will see where we end up on that. Uh, as you said, so human hovel is the plan, but also looking at what other walk we can do. And we, we're looking at that three, four, five, six days sort of length. I think for me, uh, work-wise has been a been very busy for both of us over the last couple of years. Uh, and being able to get away to do two, three, four, five-week walks has been a bit out of the system at the moment. Uh, but certainly I've got a lot of those longer walks scheduled over the coming years and we will certainly get back to those. So the last thing that we wanted to say, and and I think you know this is the most important thing, is thank you. Thank you to everyone who listens. Thank you to those who read our reviews, who do the trials that we suggest. Uh, this is, uh, as I said in the beginning, a, a joint effort. It's a team effort. And, uh, you know, there's nothing like a couple of people talking on a podcast when no one's listening. So it's hardly, <laughs> it's hardly relevant. And, uh, you know, I, I guess it's, it becomes quite personal uh, in that regard. But the fact that uh, we get so much feedback and we get so much positive enthusiasm from people um, who get value out of what we do. So yeah, thank you. It's uh, been a great seven years and uh, we're going to continue on. All right. Thank you very much for listening. That's all for me. Bye for now. And bye from me.